Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter at A to Z Sports.com. We are Nashville's on-demand sports network, going live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show on our segment, uh, segment by segment on our Twitter timeline. That is at A to Z Sports, and make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok for more great Titans coverage. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Uh, make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage rates and service at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z, the OR app keeping you safe online, uh, and get a two-week free trial for all of OR services with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z, and Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer in uh, Middle Tennessee with three great locations in Murfreesboro, Franklin, and Columbia online, KrebsKubota.com. Sam, uh, we do have some news to tease because I forgot to do this yesterday. And I'm going to do it now. So today's Thursday. Tomorrow is June 30th. There's no, there's nothing in the NFL that we're going to talk about on Friday morning, June 30th, as of right now, at least. So we are planning a special show tomorrow, Friday, June 30th, unless something happens that makes us pivot. But if nothing happens, that doesn't make us pivot. Friday's show is all trivia, Sam. So it's trivia master Sam Phelan. Verse me, Zach, in the chat, and Sam is going to try to stump us all show long with a full trivia show tomorrow morning. So you're, you're working on a bank of 25 questions and uh, some Titans, some NFL, then non-sports that you have a, an opportunity to try to stump all of us. So it's all trivia, all show long. So this will be fine with the three of us me, you, and Zach on here with the chat. Uh, so uh, I'll let you talk about how excited you are about uh, being trivia master for everybody. This is my Super Bowl. <laughs> like this, this is, we were sitting here thinking of show topic ideas that we could uh, use over the offseason and conversations that we felt like would be fun to have. And I was sitting there and I said, guys, what if we let trivia master Sam out of his cage a little bit so I've been cooking. I've been sitting on stathead.com. I've been trying to find every obscure Titan stat and every little thing that you maybe didn't know about the team. Find all these little loopholes so that I can stump everybody. I'm coming. I just got to get it out there. I'm coming strong tomorrow. I don't want questions that are Googleable. I don't want questions that everybody knows. I'm trying to break the system here and make everybody work together. So it's going to be good, fun, 25-question trivia that really tests everybody's knowledge of the Titans in the national football league. So I, I'm pumped up. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. I didn't see uh, uh, somebody asking, uh, there will still be good news though. John says still going to be a good news or do you need to drop my good news today? Yeah. You can, you can, we can still do some good news uh, to hint, to send us out on, on the weekend, but yeah, going to have a lot of fun uh, with a full ass trivia show tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's slow Clayton here. Uh, so we're going to have a lot of, of fun with that tomorrow. So that's uh, Friday morning, unless otherwise uh, news happens. So Sam, on to our regular scheduled topic for today. The title of the show is the Titans strange bet on themselves is exposed 
by an NFL insider. And that NFL insider is no other than my favorite, Bill Barnwell, who sits in his oh, uh, dungeon and Bill Barnwell comes up with lists and topics and all types of things uh, there by himself in a dark space in his dungeon uh, as we can talk NFL. So that is my version of Bill Barnwell. But Bill Barnwell does a really good job, all jokes aside. So he ranks the 32 skill position groups and he has the Titans 29th. And his blurb to start off is, is any team thinner at the skill position spots than Tennessee? Second best wideout NWI ranked 87th out of 97 wideouts in yards per route run last year. Titans third wideout is Kyle Phillips, a fifth round pick who had eight catches last season. The second tight end is Trayvon Wesco or fifth round rookie Josh Wiley. And the primary running back backup is rookie Tajay Spears, who's five foot nine and reportedly might be missing an ACL in one of his knees. These guys are all going to need to play in some cases regularly in 2023. So Sam, that is where Bill Barnwell has the Titans skill positions ranked. They're fourth worst in the NFL. And so when he went through all this, he did have some parameters. It's the top five skill position players on each team. He weighs receivers more than running backs. And so obviously with Derrick Henry being the best running back in the game, uh, that is uh, why the Titans are so much further down because, you know, there's always going to be more receivers on the field than running backs on the field in the NFL. And so the Titans get dinged for that. Um, and so, you know, 29th overall. So, Sam, I'll kind of let you respond to what Bill Barnwell has the Titans at this season, 29th out of 32 for the NFL offensive skill players. Yeah, I mean, he really didn't hold back. And it's hard to disagree with anything that he said. Anybody that's in this Titans offense as a skill position player, really outside of Burks or Chig does have a negative or like a drawback to them. I mean, Derrick Henry's still going to get his. He's Derrick Henry at the end of the day. But, you know, there are, you know, age concerns, concerns about, uh, you know, can Derrick play on third down? Uh, and how is he in that area of being a runner? So, I mean, there are some negatives there. But, yeah, I mean, Tajay Spears, I, we might love Tajay Spears. The knee's concerning. It, you know, Kyle Phillips, as much as we might love Kyle Phillips, he was – a sixth round pick or what fifth round pick, whatever it was. So like he, these aren't the premier young offensive weapons that they might seem like they are, but part of that's because they're with the Titans and there's not too many other like great options right now. So I don't really have an issue with what he said. I'm pulling it up right now. You sent me the teams directly in front of them as mm -hmm. well. I mean, Houston, Carolina, Arizona are the three teams ranked below the Titans teams right ahead of the Titans are green Bay, the New York giants, the new England Patriots, the Indianapolis Colts, the Denver Broncos, the LA Rams. I would have a very hard time arguing for the Titans skill players to be above any of those teams. So I think he got it right, right at 29. I mean, do you think any of those teams ranked above Tennessee should be below them? You know, I think when you look at the Packers who are directly ahead of the Titans, you know, the Packers have a, have two running backs that you feel pretty good about with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And then Christian Watson's, Watson and Traylon Burks are kind of, you know, Spider-Man uh, meme, right? Same second-year guy with high expectations that needs to really step up. So, you know, I don't necessarily think um, that's a, a battle I'm trying to fight here. Uh, the Giants are right above uh, the, the Packers. 
Saquon Barkley, yeah, but they also got Darren Waller uh, as a tight end. And then I could maybe argue the Giants versus the Titans to an extent. I, it probably depends what Jalen Hyatt is. Yeah, now you're talking about a third-round rookie uh, that had a lot of negative offensive scheme uh, notes or, or dings on him coming out of the draft. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily think those are all valid, but he's got a learning curve there. So, I, you know, I do think it's – I'm not trying to – and Chris adds the Giants just have a bunch of slot receivers because they got Darius Slayton, they've got Wondell Robinson, now they got Jalen Hyatt. And who the hell is going to play on the outside? Darren Waller? I mean, maybe. He might as well just be a, a, a number one wideout because he's not going to block anybody. <clears throat> so um, I'm not trying to sit here and argue semantics on that. I think that we all know the Titan skill position players are very thin and they're all not great uh, outside of Derrick Henry. And we think Burks and Chig can make big steps, but we don't know yet for a fact. And so that's where I'm going to kind of expand a little bit on the bet of on themselves is that, the Tennessee Titans are betting on themselves and their player and scouting evaluation over the last couple of years. That's John Robinson and Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel all put in one pot, blended up and saying, here's the guys we got. And here's the guys that we need to have make plays for us. And, you know, gambling is gambling. And, you know, I lost yesterday on the, on the major league baseball uh, on a two game parlay and that sucks, but that's okay. But I lived a play the other day. Oh, don't even get it. But again, like, so the Tennessee Titans are are gambling on Traylon Burks having a massive second year with Chigakonkwo, Kyle Phillips staying healthy, and Derrick Henry still being Derrick Henry. And then a couple rookies are going to have some roles in Tajay Spears and Josh Wiley. And so you've got a really young group here outside of Derrick that you really, you cannot count on. And so it could pay off because if it works, then you get a really good, cheap, young core of players that can make plays. If it doesn't work, then what? Well, you're right. They're gambling because they opted. I mean, they brought in Chris Moore, who, I mean, at best is a swap for Robert Woods, like an even trade for Robert Woods, I think, is really what you're getting out of Chris Moore. You didn't do anything in the draft outside of Colton Dowell in the seventh round for a pass catcher, at least. I mean, like Josh Wiley is a backup tight end. Tajay Spears is a backup running back, but you're going young. So is it a bet? Yeah, it's absolutely a bet. The problem I have, Austin, is that this is a six-leg parlay because <laughs> like, like, that's the kind of bet the Titans are rolling with here. They, they don't have any room for any one of these different legs to not hit. They don't have much depth at wide receiver at all beyond Traylon Burks. Like if Traylon Burks goes down and you're looking at a Chris Moore, Kyle Phillips, Nick Westbrook, Akine wide receiver core. I mean, that's bad, but, and I like Kyle Phillips. I think he, he can be pretty good this year, but you don't have a lot of depth there. You absolutely need Chig. You absolutely need Derek. You absolutely need Tajay Spears because if you don't have Tajay Spears, who is your third down back slash pass catching back that can, you know, be the Dontrell Hilliard substitute. Now you're forced going with like Jonathan Ward in that position because Hassan Haskins is, you know, really more Derrick Henry than he is anything else. So it's a, it's a five, six leg parlay and and they can't lose a leg. Otherwise they're going to lose the bet this season. And that's what makes me nervous about, 
this group. Uh, like, there is there a world, like you mentioned, where every leg hits and the Titans hit the lottery and, and they get a huge profit margin and a super young team to go with it? Yeah, it's out there. But it's plus odds, that's for sure. So <clears throat> let's ask this question here, Sam, because we've got – you know, the skill position, right? And, and we see Bill Barnwell's rankings. Uh, and I agree with your six leg parlay comment. I think that's a great analogy for what the Titans are doing here with their bet. Uh, and so Bill Barnwell has his rankings and he talks about using the top five players at those positions. And, and Sam, you and I this morning were like, who are the top five? I think we know three of them, but who are the top five? So let's ask that question here because it's Derrick Henry, it's Traylon Burks, it's Chigakonkwo. Those are the top three. Who are the other spots? So our question right now to everybody in the chat is, who will be the Titans' top five most impactful offensive skill players at the end of the season? So we're putting our prediction hats on. Who will be the Titans' top five most impactful skill players uh, at the season's end? Uh, but first, let me tell you guys all about our our friends at Aura who are keeping you safe online and you can use the Aura app and get two free weeks with our link, aura.com slash ATOZ. So go to that link, aura.com slash ATOZ for a two week free trial to get rid of data brokers and scammers and uh, spam mail and junk mail out of your life from your mailbox, your email or your phone uh, right there with Aura because they've done that for me. They've done that with Sam, Zach, many people in A to Z have signed up with Aura and we're also reaping the benefits of that too. And they've also got a lot more than just uh, the data broker removal from your life. They've got password manager, VPN, identity uh, credit, and, and theft monitoring as well. So check out Aura and download the app, but use our link first, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. That gives you a two-week free trial, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app, and you can get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. The best way to do sports gambling is when the risk is limited and you can get your money back. That's exactly what BetMGM is offering. So place that first wager, use the bonus code ATOZ Sports, and even if your bet loses, you can get your money back up to $1,000 in the form of a bonus bet. Make every game and every play mean more with the king of sports books. Visit betmgm.com. All right, Sam. So once again, Bill Barnwell ranks the tight skill positions uh, uh, 29th out of 32. And he leads off with, is any team thinner at the skill position spots in Tennessee? Uh, and then goes into NWI, Kyle Phillips, Trayvon Wesco, Josh Wiley, Tajay Spears, all will have to have some type of impact and role. But we all know that the top three guys here are Derek Henry, Traylon Burks, and Chickaconquo. And I think everybody feels pretty good about what you think you can get out of these three guys. But you have to line up with two other skill position players on the football field, or you're going to get a legal formation. And so that means uh, another receiver or two, another tight end, another running back has to rise to the occasion. So who will be the Titans' top five? offensive skill players in their impact after the season's over. So uh, Sam, I'll let you go to the chat first to see what the people are saying. Yeah, we're kind of, so we're doing this given, right? We're doing the given of Burks, Henry, yeah. and Jake. So we're looking yep. for those other two really, but yep. I see a lot of good answers here. Titans Kyle has Tajay Spears and Chris Moore as his two to join 
uh, with that group. Jared Hicks says Chig Phillips, Burks, uh, Ryan Tannehill, Spears. We're not Ryan Tannehill Cor- is not involved unless he's going Texas A&M wide receiver. Like Ryan Tannehill does not count. Quarterback does not count. Yeah. But surprising from Jared, he's got Phillips all the way up there too, and I don't see Derrick Henry on that yeah. list. Which so kind there, of a, an interesting one there. Uh, like we got we're getting a lot of Ryan Tannehill, but yeah, again, Ryan Tannehill does not count. Eric says it's Henry Chig Burks, Moore, and Josh Wiley. Chris Moore and Josh Wiley is what Eric says. Bork says it is Moore and Racy McMath. No Henry in Bork's <laughs> list, so. I don't know where that's coming from. No Derrick Henry, but count Racy McMath in if you're if you're Bork, I guess. Who's uh, why, why are people leaving out Derrick Henry? Maybe he's trolling. I Did mean, we stump people with <laughs> this question? I don't know. Matt says it's Spears, Henry, Chig, Traylon, and Hopkins. Uh, okay. Throwing DeAndre Hopkins in there. Yuri says it's Henry, Spears, Burks, Phillips, and Chig. So Phillips and Spears are the two that he adds. To the group. Um, let's see. Jake says it Tannehill, but says following him it's Derek Burks, Chig, and NWI. Clayton says it's Hopkins, Henry, Burks, Chig, Mason Kinsey with the future bet is yeah. what Clayton's got going on. Caleb has Henry Chig and Burks, Hopkins and Spears. Uh, let's see. We got Landon says it's Phillips and Spears. An impactful, impactful change of pace back is something that's been a long time. Coming from Landon, Pastor Raymond says it's Henry Chig and Burks with Spears and more. I see a lot of Tajay Spears involved. Mm-hmm. Devin has Spears with Kyle Phillips in with that group of three. So is it safe to throw Tajay Spears in there, Austin? Well, who are your two that you're adding to this group? I Can we clarify? You and I yeah. both have Derrick Henry, Traylon Burks, and Chig in our top five because I was yeah. – Kind of stunned to see see Derek left off a lot of lists. Yeah, man, and and so uh, Ben says these are all horrible answers. Lol. Well, I mean that's kind of what the, the Titans have. That's it's kind of what I said about the offensive there's line. Not stand. a good. There's not a group of five that you're gonna feel great about. No. I mean, yeah, unless you're throwing DeAndre Hopkins in there, which I don't think is the right thing to do. <sighs> okay, so. Here's my uh, other two, right? Because again, I think operating under the assumption that these three guys, Henry Burks and Chig will all be one, two, and three in whatever particular order. I think Henry is going to be one. I think Burks needs to be two and Chig needs to be three. If you're talking about the best case scenario, I think the other best case scenario is that you do is that I don't think you can have Kyle Phillips and Tajay Spears at four and five. I think there is a little bit of redundancy in their roles, which is a running back and a wide receiver. So I, you know, I think that's interesting. So when you're talking about most impactful, that means catching the football, gaining yards, scoring touchdowns, creating first downs. I don't think a second tight end is going to fit here either. I just, if you go back and look at the Titans' second tight ends, last year was kind of the anomaly because it was Austin Hooper and Chig that were pretty equal in production. But before that, you only had one tight end catching the lion's share of the targets from that group, and then the others were used in the blocking game a lot more often. So, Sam, my official answer to go along with Henry, Burks, and Chig, I think fourth on this list is Nick Westbrook and Kine. And I think fifth on this list 
is Tajay Spears. And I think Tajay Spears, because of his multiplicity, one of Mike Vrabel's favorite words in his five-plus years as Titans head coach, his multiplicity of being a runner and a pass catcher and being a player that they can line up in a bunch of different spots puts him over who Kyle Phillips, who would probably be my number six. But that that's kind of so my again, my top five to reiterate. I've got Henry Burks Chig. Number four, I'm gonna put NWI. And number five, I'm gonna put Tajay Spears. And Sam, before you get to your answers, I would like for you to to dissect mine. And maybe if you have any follow-up questions, I'm I'm down to kind of defend. Yeah. Well, that's kind of where I'm coming. It is so so this to you as well is the best case scenario is the world where NWI is four and Tajay Spears is five. Do I have that correct? I, I think well, the best case scenario is that Henry's one, Burks is two, and Chig is three. That's kind of where my best case scenario yeah. is. I, okay. I think the, the now it's I think you could argue Traylon being one would be a best case scenario. But I also it. understand that they're not gonna just completely go away from Derek. Yeah. Yeah. I think fair. I think that's I think why I have NWI fourth is because I kind of feel like the most likely scenario is that NWI is going to play maybe double the amount of snaps than Kyle Phillips. I just think he's on the field a lot more. I that, think, that's, that's kind of my, I think you're looking Kyle Phillips a lot in that assessment. I, I, I think that, I think that's a major overlooking of Kyle Phillips because I, and I, I you know, I, I'm not, I don't think it's the craziest thing in the world, but I do think people are pretty quick to forget how impactful Kyle Phillips was on pace to be in the offense last year before the injury. I mean, you were with me at training camp last year and we saw how Kyle Phillips was Ryan Tannehill's go-to. Like that was the guy that he trusted really above everybody else given Traylon's issues I, I mean Robert Woods was kind of there as like a veteran that you know he would he would throw to sometimes and he started to develop some rapport with the tight ends later into the season but Kyle Phillips was the guy for Ryan Tannehill we saw that in week one we saw that with the game on the line in week one against the Giants and I think the injury and his not being 100% for the rest of the season quickly made people forget just how much the Titans wanted to incorporate him in their looks and in their first team. So I think NWI is going to be on the field, but I think his targets are very limited. His impact is very limited. Yeah. I would would definitely take Kyle Phillips over NWI. I don't, so I I don't know. I'm just curious. So this is your prediction because the question, right, is prediction for who is the most impactful what would your best case scenario be? Because that's a different, I think it's an interesting, like different type of question here. Okay. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, my best case scenario, let me think. My best case scenario, all right, tell me about the Bone and Joint Institute and I'll bring you yeah, back you, with my best case scenario. Well, you I, think I gotta about try that. to dive so, into this. I, I see the chat kind of ripping on Kyle. I think Mr. Jones is calling him fragile and all this stuff. Well, I think I have the hack for Kyle Phillips to stay healthy this season. Okay. It's the bone and joint Institute because ah. uh, if he gets hurt, 
He can go to the Bone and Joint Institute. They will not fumble on his recovery or your recovery. They're who you can trust whenever you get hurt in life. You can visit them uh, at boneandjointtn.org. They're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. They have uh, a great team to help uh, your recovery from any type of injury and a state-of-the-art rehab facility out in Franklin. And it's all under one roof for the uh, maximum convenience. You're not driving all over Middle Tennessee trying to make your different appointments. You can go to clinic, testing, rehab, imaging, surgery, all in the same spot. That's the Bone and Joint Institute's campus out in Franklin. And visit our friends at boneandjointtn.org to schedule an appointment. All right. Also with BetMGM, the first bet offer, you can't beat this, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses, but only after you sign up with BetMGM with our bonus code, ATOZ Sports. So check that out with ATOZ Sports, up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if that first bet misses. So Sam, uh, you've asked me what is my best case scenario for the top five skill position players of for most impactful, right? Most impactful, because I think we know the, the three. So my predictive top five were these three, Henry Burks, Chig, plus NWI and Tajay Spears. I left Kyle Phillips out. Now the best case scenario NWI is not involved. Tajay Spears is involved. And then, yeah, I would say Kyle Phillips is probably in that top five with Spears. Um, There is a world, and maybe my best case scenario, I think Josh Wiley could be sixth. And then NWI keeps getting moved back. But we're still sitting here going like, that's still one outside receiver. Yeah. In my, in my best case scenario, you've got a, a lead running back and a backup running back. Then you've got a lead tight end and a, a lead receiver and a slot guy, and then a backup tight end to fill it out. You still don't have another outside receiver, which is where I feel like the Titans base is still going to be a two wide receiver set. And I just don't see Kyle Phillips getting as much volume of opportunities as a guy like NWI or maybe even Chris Moore if that arises. So I think Chris Moore has a better shot of being in this top five than NWI does. If I was going based off of kind of like the logic that you're using of just who's going to get opportunity. I think Chris Moore is the more impactful receiving option and will get more opportunities as a pass catcher than NWI will right now. I don't have either of them in my list. My honest answer of what I think involves DeAndre Hopkins uh, in the top five, not as like a best case scenario that if I was predicting who the Titans leading receiver is right now, I'd probably place a bet on DeAndre Hopkins because maybe Traylon Burks is the better value there. But uh, I still am kind of leaning towards him winding up in Nashville as things currently sit. Um, We'll see how the next few weeks plays out. But if we're taking him off the table, I do think it has to be Tajay Spears and Kyle Phillips rounding out that top five. I, I don't really understand. Uh, this is another point that you made about how their roles are similar. I don't think they're going to do the same things in this offense at all. I, I see Tajay Spears as more of the Dontrell Hilliard guy who can be the nice change of pace back, be a third down back, pass protector, pass catching running back out of the backfield and in the screen game, but also be on the field as the same time at, at the same time as Derrick Henry to 
maybe be a little bit of a decoy and create space for 22 to run between the tackles. Kyle Phillips, I think, is out there to go hunt first downs. He, he's there to go find the chains, sit down, have reliable hands, and, and create separation that makes Ryan Tannehill's job a little bit easier. Traylon Burks is your guy trying to make plays down the field. Maybe Chris Moore or NWI is your technician on the outside. But I think Kyle Phillips is your guy over the middle. That is your safety outlet, <clears throat> excuse me, regularly. And I, I don't, I think there's a very big difference in what he's going to do and what Tajay Spears is going to do. And I do think there's a world and probably in the best Titans offense possible in 2023, they coexist on the same field together and both are successful. So you think, it, what's the situation if, Derek Henry, Tajay Spears, and Kyle Phillips are all on the field together. Third What's down. Third down and what? Anything. Anything more than third down and three. <clears throat> I mean, I, I like. I think your third downs. You're gonna want to have. Maybe Derek's not always out there, but you're gonna want to have a. Uh, you know, a, a running back out of the backfield who can catch passes, who can pass protect, who can. Uh, you know, force linebackers out wide if he comes out look on a, you know, a screen route, on a flat route, on a wheel route, whatever it is. And that creates space for a guy like Kyle Phillips, who's very good at stopping on a dime, finding the hole in the defense and, and, and picking up first down. So I would have all three of those guys on the field on some third downs. I think having Tajay Spears out there, like, like, Derek was kind of dangerous. Some of his best plays last year were out of the screen game. When you didn't make him make a play as a pass catcher, you threw it to him. You let him catch the ball looking uncoordinated and you gave him a few steps running downhill and you know, it's over after that. So how can Tajay Spears maybe command some attention from that second level of the defense, allow Derek to sneak away, maybe make some plays as a, uh, in the screen game, like, there's a lot of facets of this offense that you add having those two guys together. If they're not both out there, I think you become more one dimensional. Yeah, I, I just, you know, that's a lot. Of, that's it's a lot of, you know, having those three guys on the field, I think is more specific situations than it is norm. That's again, that's where I, I still feel like until NWI is not. Why wouldn't it be the norm though? Like why, what would prevent you from doing that normally? I think if, by the way, I think if there's somebody in that group that's not out there normally, it's Tajay Spears, not Kyle Phillips, because, you know, Derek is going to be your bell cow, regardless of, you know, how good Tajay is or looks, they'll still use him. But uh, I think the more likely scenario is, a world where Derrick Henry's in your backfield, your wide receivers are Traylon Burks, NWI, Kyle Phillips, or Chris Moore, Kyle Phillips, and then you have Chig and Josh Wiley out there as tight ends. Too many so, people. Why is that too many people? You, you named three receivers, two tight ends, and a running well, back. I mean, too many people for this exercise. Uh, no, like, and that's too many people on the field. Well, if you but you can use Trayvon Wesco and, you know. But that's two tight ends. You said two tight ends, three receivers, and a running back. That's six. You, you, got, you got 12 so guys I, in the field. I think you can do Burks and Phillips with the two tight ends and, and Henry. I think that, that that's uh, something that they'll go to. I think the only way Kyle Phillips truly cracks into a starting spot is if 
Trayvon Wesco or Josh Wiley solidify themselves as a reliable blocking tight end. Trayvon Wesco is. But I'm talking about established. I'm talking about established themselves as a very reliable piece because we didn't see Wesco at all really throughout. I'm talking about like that are that your starters are then Burks, Phillips, Chig. Trayvon Wesco's or Jeff Swain. Because right, but I want him to be a lot better than that. He's got to be a lot better. Than he that. has historically been. I mean, I he's not some rookie. Like he, he was one of the better no. blocking tight ends in, in the league last year with Chicago. He was the same guy with the Jets before. But so. my whole point is, I think the only way you can have Phillips as a number two receiver is if you have the two tight ends out there, because now Chig can also flex out, and now you can have a three receiver look with two tight end strength. So. That is another best case scenario of, you know, groupings and, and units, personnel units that I think you really need to have happen is that second tight end to really lock themselves in as a top reliable player that can block for you and also help in the passing game. I mean, if, but if we are talking, uh, if, if we're talking impact and assuming people are healthy, health is, I don't know if we were supposed to account for health in our list or not, but you know, yeah, we're, we're predicting, right. It's at the end of the year, who are the top five most impactful skill players. And that's why I think I put NWI in that and not Phillips. I have a hard time seeing that. I have a hard time seeing NWI being more impactful than Phillips this year. Let's see. Jake says, Wesco's got eight catches in four years. Andre it, says, Wesco has 10 catches. catches. He's not supposed to have catches. No, like, yeah. <clears throat> but you've got no, but I, no, I'm saying this for the chat. I know you know this. Yeah. Trayvon Wesco will not catch passes for the Titans. He's an extension of your offensive line, but he's an ultra athletic left tackle because he's a tight end or right tackle or whatever, wherever side you need the help on. And he's one of the better blocking tight ends in the NFL. That is all he can do, which is why you don't know his name, which is why you've never heard him drafted in your fantasy football mm-hmm. league, which is why, it, you know, it's kind of amusing. And I don't even necessarily consider him a skill position player because he doesn't do the skill part. Yeah. But um, he can but, block. But yeah, but there, and so it's kind of like two separate conversations because, you know, the exercise we're doing here of top five most impactful, we're talking more about, catches yards converting first down scoring points where Trayvon Wesco's that's not his role right and but Trayvon Wesco's gonna get a lot of snaps because he can block he can block and they run the right. football but when did I say he was going to be on the field in second and third medium I think it's between him and Josh Wiley to earn that second tight end spot I think when they need to pick up yards and they pa- want to pass the ball it'll be Wiley like if they're going to run with two tight ends I think if they're trying to run the ball you know, between the tackles or, you know, set outside zone to Derrick Henry, they're going to have Trayvon Wesco out there and not Josh Wiley. Or So I don't, I didn't say he was going to be on the field in second and third medium. I think you got to have Phillips, Spears, and Henry all out there. Yeah. Um, Noah comes in with a super chat. Says best case scenario is Racy McMath becomes somewhat of a deep threat and Kyle Phillips becomes Cooper Cup light. I mean, that's asking a lot. Like Sam already placed the six leg parlay earlier about this what is that that is like betting the uh i mean that's like a a, a missing the playoffs team to win it all the following year you're taking like the like 
I don't even know. Uh, you're taking Indy to win the Super Bowl this year, like <laughs> with that one. That, that the is Titans, the, hell. The ma- yeah, you're taking some major plus odds on that one. That's a that's a hail mary right there. Yeah, and then Jake says, Sam, you're playing favorites. Vrabel does not care about favorites. NWI is the wide receiver two in this offense. And at the end of the day, if the Titans do get Hopkins, I guarantee NWI is the first receiver on the field after Hopkins and Burks. I and mean, that's look. I think they're I think again. The Titans told you what they thought about NWI when they released it or they they let him walk so that they could sign him back for less money like i think mike vrabel enjoys him because he shows up to work every day knows where he needs to be and knows what's expected of him i don't think the titans like him enough that there there's a given that nwi is earning snaps or targets or either one I, i think he is there Old, reliable, if all else fails, but I don't think he's the best option in their eyes either or the ideal option in their eyes. So, like I said, I still think I would take Chris Moore as the wide receiver too over Nick Westbrook-Akine if you're talking about impact in the passing game. I just think NWI is going to survive another ridiculous uh, earthquake. He'll be around and he'll play some snaps. I just – I mean, his impact is minimal with – as far as uh you know being an actual playmaker is concerned so Mm -hmm. i I can't put a guy with minimal impact as a playmaker above spears above phillips above these guys who i think should be and will be regular parts of the titans offensive strategy uh yeah look i like this conversation uh michael says no colton dowell hype um not Compared to the other guys. Yeah, not, it's not an anti-Colton Dowell thing. It's more of a realization that he's a seventh-round rookie. And, you know, seventh-round rookie wide receivers are rarely um, rarely impactful in year one, especially when they don't fit in with a specific niche. Like a guy like Kyle Phillips could have been drafted in the seventh round last year and still carved out a role for himself in the Titans offense because what he does well was something that they needed and something they don't necessarily have. Colton Dowell is, you know, a a big wide receiver with a good frame, but, you know, unpolished skills. Uh, So I I don't think it's an anti-Colton Dowell thing. It's more of just acknowledgement that, hey, he's a seventh rounder who has a long way to go before he's seeing regular snaps. Yeah. Uh, Brandon says NWI is soft. He's not soft. I I think that's very, not soft. It's very unfair for somebody to call NWI soft uh, because allegedly he played through a round. Yeah. He played through a knee injury like last year and was the only guy that that didn't have games that he missed. One of his best attributes, probably his best attribute, is just the general blanket word of reliability. <laughs> like his his ability to be out there, to know where he's supposed to be, be in the right spot, run the right route, make the right block, be tough, be physical, play through injury. Those are the things that Nick Westbrook-Akine does. Those are the things that you have to do as an undrafted free agent wide receiver out of Indiana to make it in the National Football League. And he's done a tremendous job carving out a very successful, very fruitful career for himself. Um, There are limits to what he is able to do, but I, I would never call him soft. That's yeah, not I, yeah, you can call NWI a bunch of different things, but soft is absolutely not one of them. So I will not uh, let that go uh, unnoticed. All right. So 
Let's ask this question because I believe it was Marvin yesterday as we asked the question, what is the Titans' biggest pro or strongest pro in their pro-con column list for DeAndre Hopkins? He said, you guys won't do the con. Here we are. What is the Titans' biggest con for trying to sign DeAndre Hopkins? So this is in the mind of DeAndre Hopkins. In the mind of DeAndre Hopkins, you have your yellow legal pad. You draw a line down the center. You get pros on the left. Cons on the right. Yesterday, I put on the pro side the coaching of Rabel and of Tim Kelly. And Sam, you added the pro of opportunity for target share, right? So now let's flip it to the right side of the column. What is the biggest con in the Titans trying to sign DeAndre Hopkins? I'll tell you what has no cons, and that is Farm Bureau Health Plans. All pros, baby, because they've been serving uh, Tennesseans for the last 75-plus years Across the entire state, 200 plus locations from corner to corner, county to county, Farm Bureau Health Plans has you covered for health, dental, and vision in whatever situation that you might be in. Farm Bureau Health Plans can help you out. Zach has now been a part of the Farm Bureau Health Plan family for a year and a half. He's saved a lot of money, 20% every month from his previous plan. Now it's just a new norm for Zach. So he got to go budget that somewhere else. So they also have great service, better coverage for that lower rate. So check them out. Whatever your situation may be, growing family, uh, more mature family, maybe you're empty nested, maybe you're headed towards that next level in life of maturity and you need that extra care for you as well. Or you're a young professional trying to make it out in this world. Farm Bureau Health Plans can do it all. FBHP.com slash ATOZ. Make every game and every play mean more with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports on the BetMGM app or BetMGM.com and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Look, I had a tough day yesterday uh, with Major League Baseball betting on BetMGM. And how badly I wish I could still get this first bet offer with them and punch in the bonus code ATOZ sports. But uh, you can, if you don't have the bet MGM app, the, it, there's nothing better than being able to place a sports bet, knowing that you can't lose, knowing that you can get your money back, even if things go South. So do it with bet MGM, use the code. It's ATOZ sports on the King of sports books and BetMGM.com. All right. So the question we're asking, what is the Titans biggest con? for trying to sign DeAndre Hopkins. What is the Titans biggest con for not try, for trying to sign DeAndre Hopkins? So, um, you know, Ed says Hopkins loves country music. We're not talking about from the Titans standpoint. We're talking about from the D hop standpoint, because DeMarco says age, the only con, but not really. So that's also from the Titans standpoint. But if you are DeAndre Hopkins, what you're is making, the negative? You're, you're making your decision. Like we were talking about yesterday, you got a big decision to make. Yep what team to play for, and you're making your pros and cons list, and you're saying, well, Tennessee, they've got targets that they can show me, and you're making all your pros. Well, what is that big con that, you, that you're putting a star next to when thinking about the Titans? All right, you want to go to the chat? I see yeah. uh, yeah, was making a Nicolas Cage Con Air joke, but uh, Sam, I'll send you to the chat to see what everybody's saying. Jonathan says Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Aaron says Derrick Henry. Uh, and Mark says it is the offensive scheme. Uh, we've got not a pass-first team. Uh, no solidified future in regards to quarterback from Cameron Strong. Interesting one because I don't know if either one of us got the sense that this would be a 
a long-term deal, but if he was hoping for a long-term deal in a secure situation, certainly the one-year deal on Tannehill uh, is concerning there. Uh, we've got winning team, the Titans not being winning team. Aaron Georgia asks a question, if Tanny goes down, how will I get the ball? Which is a... Uh, I mean, that's ev- that's everybody. If Deshaun Watson goes down, who's going to throw him the ball in Cleveland? Yeah, but you, I mean, you, you saw it last. I mean, Jacoby Brissett can hang in there man like yeah i mean he is a he is absolutely one of the higher level backups but again like any receivers like dreading their quarterback going down fair but i mean and he dealt with it last year but I mean, if, if you're in new ball. england oh man i got mac jones you got zappy time ha- don't worry ha- be zappy oh, yeah, zappy. Don't zappy don't worry be zappy baby come oh, on gosh. now get, get the heck out so keep going with these comments well, before you listen he dealt with this last year kyler murray went down for him he had colt mccoy and had trace mcsorley for a game still got, <laughs> yeah he still got his numbers though so i guess Ugh. that says something about d hop if you can get numbers with uh trace mcsorley throwing you the football scott uh, says so- jacoby Brissett is no longer with the browns maybe i, I don't know i don't follow the i think he i, well, I thought he was still Dorian thompson robinson josh dobbs and I think they have somebody else because I don't I think, think our, Dobbs is the backup. Yeah, I'll look it up. Good, keep going with comments. All right. Well, uh, the con is cap space slash his contract from Matt. Steven says the below average weapons around him. Uh, we've got small market, no chance at a Super Bowl. Uh, Commanders for Brissett, by the way. We'll check who the backup is in Cleveland while, okay. while I'm at it. Well, just do the whole research thing. Uh, Titans are a run first team with Derrick Henry from Brent chances for playing for a serious competitor slim as a Titan. Uh, let's see the injuries and the lack of medical people who actually know something. Uh, Billy Jones, just with a dollar sign says the money. That's what Dadson's saying as well as the money. Uh, Tannehill, new offensive coordinator, no receivers, new O-line, poor coaching, a lot of them. Well, uh, no new OC. It's not a new OC for him. He has uh, experience with Tim Kelly. Deshaun Watson, Josh Dobbs, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, and Texas A&M's finest Kellen Mond. Ah, so I guess Josh Dobbs is the backup, at least for now. Good for Josh Dobbs. Uh, let's see. Con Ryan, interception King Tannehill from Nate's Burner. Uh, receivers go to the Titans for their careers to die as a con. The con is a run first team from Pauly D. So I think we got uh, receivers required to block, says Raymond. I think those are the two that we're seeing the most is the, the run first scheme slash receivers being asked to block. And surprisingly Ryan Tannehill as one of the biggest cons, which I felt like, I feel like is a big plus for the Titans is having a veteran that is consistent and established like Ryan Tannehill, because I look at the other teams and I say rookie and Bryce young, big problem in Mac Jones that I don't know what is going to happen. They're waiting for that situation to implode mm-hmm. um, and inconsistency because they benched him for Bailey Zappi last year. And then, you know, Deshaun Watson, probably the highest ceiling of any of these quarterbacks, but still has to prove that he can go back to 2020 Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, before yeah. we have a lot of faith in him. So uh, Ryan Tannehill yeah. is the most stable quarterback situation there is of the, of the current suitors. Well, I, I think Deshaun Watson probably ranks ahead of Tannehill just because of the familiarity and the success that the two have had for Hop. But I think, yeah, Ryan Tannehill is not the, big, the biggest con whatsoever. It, to me, it's philosophy perception. 
because I do think, because what was my biggest pro was the coaches. Is it Vrabel and Tim Kelly know how DeAndre Hopkins was used to become an all pro receiver. And there were a couple years there where DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Stephon Diggs were like, who's the number one dude in the game? And D hop was in the conversation for a couple of years there. And so Tim Kelly was on that staff. Vrabel was on the staff to an extent. They seen it, but the perception of the philosophy of run first is I think the biggest con because I think Tim Kelly's changing stuff up, but he's not going to ever override what Mike Vrabel thinks is the winning formula in the NFL. More rushing yards, better QBR than the other team and win the turnover battle. Those three things, winning formula for Mike Vrabel. And so they're always going to run the damn ball. And especially with Derrick Henry having a $16 million cap hit in the last year of his deal, you got to squeeze everything you can out of that. But I think the philosophy perception is the biggest con for the Titans in the D hop mind. Um, I, you know, I, I actually, I struggled going back and forth with that one. I don't think I'm going to pick that though, because I do believe that if DeAndre Hopkins is a Tennessee Titan this fall, the, the targets will find him like my, my plus of, you know, the targets that the Titans have to offer him. I think those are going to come his way. And if I'm D hop, I don't really care if we're running the ball, as long as I'm getting mine. Uh, so, I, and I, I think the Titans run first philosophy last year was extra. You, you saw it a little bit more prevalent because the wide receiving options were as bad as they were. And, and you really didn't have much outside. I mean, Traylon Burks, whenever he was off the field, you didn't have anything besides Robert Woods, yeah. who was underwhelming to say the least. And, and, you know, you hear a guy like Robert Woods have frustration with, well, I just want to pass the ball more. Hopefully it makes us pass the ball more. But at the end of the day, you have to work with the personnel that you got. And you do have Derrick Henry. I think the Titans are more open to throwing the ball and pushing the ball down the field than we saw them last season if they have Traylon Burks and DeAndre Hopkins on the same team and on the field at the same time. And I think the targets will be there for Hopkins. So for me, the biggest con is that you know week one you can't win a Super Bowl with the Tennessee Titans, and you probably can't win a playoff game. If I'm DeAndre Hopkins and you're being realistic about the situation, you have more competition to win. Like, I think my chances are better to make the playoffs with Carolina. I think my chances to win playoff games is better with Cleveland. I think if Buffalo or Kansas City enter the chat, that becomes really interesting. And I'm not sure how heavily the Super Bowl or like the, you know, contention will weigh on him. Like I've said, I think that's the least of his concerns and he needs to be focused on the targets and the coaching and the quarterback situation, all of those things, which is why I said earlier, I like the Titans chances. But I think if he's circling one thing that makes him a little uneasy about Tennessee, it is a clear cap on this roster and what's capable, what, like what this roster is capable of this season, like best case scenario, you win the South 
and you're in a loaded AFC playoffs. I don't know if that's necessarily what he wants. All right. So the one thing I'm going to push back on uh, with your opinion there, but real quick, Krebs, Kubota, not, no pushing back on this, just pushing forward as your best equipments provider in all of middle Tennessee, Krebs, Kubota, an elite equipment dealer uh, for Kubota an elite Kubota dealer as well with three locations across the mid-state Murfreesboro, Franklin, and Columbia. So check them out for any of your equipment needs, KrebsKubota.com, big or small. If you need to bail hay, boom, they got you. If you need other power units around your property out there in middle Tennessee, they got you as well. And they've got the customer service to provide it. Maybe you just need a mower. Maybe you got a tricky yard. You got a hill, you got a ditch, you got something you got to deal with, with your mower and trimmer. They've got the small stuff as well. And for no sweat, they are fantastic people and so uh, smart when it comes to helping you out and getting you in the right situation. Check them out, KrebsKubota.com. Today's show powered by BetMGM. BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Uh, that's the way to do sports betting. So visit betmgm.com, place that first wager with the bonus code ATOZ Sports. And even if it loses, you can get your money back in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued as down withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line, 800-889-9789. I will say, Sam, you're getting uh, pretty quick with that with that disclaimer there. More reps is, is helping you out there. Kinda, sometimes I just like to take it easy. I'm like, I'm going into <laughs> it and I'm trying to trying to rattle off. And I'm like, nah, we'll take it easy today. But maybe I need to start firing on all cylinders, going full auctioneer with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. All right, so uh, the one thing to push back on, kind of what you said about the Titans' biggest con in DeAndre Hopkins' mind, is that I, I think DeAndre Hopkins is the four teams we're talking about here, the Titans, the Patriots that have had visits, and the Browns and the Panthers, who we talked about this week as being in here as well. I mean, if DeAndre Hopkins goes to those teams – none of the teams are going to be favored to win the division. So they're all kind of in the same boat. Yeah. I, no. But I still think the Titans have the, the best shot to be a division contender of any of the four. Like I get what you're saying about the Panthers and that's absolutely a product of the NFC South as well, because uh, I mean, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, uh, Desmond Ritter and Bryce Young. Those are your quarterbacks in the NFC South. The Titans have an opportunity with Tannehill, Dehop, Burks, Henry, and a pretty solid defense to go win the AFC South against the Jags from a year ago. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily, and then the Browns, we talked about that a lot yesterday of where they stack up. They're a fourth place team from last year, but we expect them to be better. But you still have Joe Burrow and the Bengals and Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, playoff teams from a year ago. And the Ravens had their own adversity and still got to the playoffs. Um, that they have to surpass. So again, I, yeah, I well, think I, I don't really view that as a Titan specific con. Well, let me, let, let me elaborate. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I saw the chat saying the Panthers aren't going to a Super Bowl. Yeah, they're not like, and, but I do think if you're looking at, ju let's just say those four teams, I think the Panthers have the best shot of any of those four teams to make the playoffs given their division. I think that division is the most wide open because I think Tampa is going to be bad. Uh, and I think Atlanta and new Orleans are super unknown quantities right now. And, and mm. Carolina has started, I mean, they still have a good defense. They've got a new head coach. 
They've started to build uh, some weapons around Bryce Young and a guy like D hop comes in potentially helps that offense go to the next level and just kind of float and make the playoffs. They're not going to compete for a Super Bowl. Cleveland, I think has the, the toughest division battle, right? Like, I mean, the, I mean, I guess new England, but new England's out of this conversation. I, I don't think there's much of a draw there for Hopkins in my opinion. Um, Cleveland has a tough division, a tough road to the playoffs, but I think that the ceiling on the Browns is higher than any of these other teams. I, I think there is a world where things click in Cleveland and the Browns are legitimate playoff contenders. And that could be something that Hopkins looks at. I don't think this is a huge con for the Titans because the other teams aren't that separated in this area. But part of the reason this is my answer is because I don't really see another major con. Like I, I, I just, I think the Titans have a lot of the things that D hop should want. You've got the targets, you've got a reliable, yes, reliable veteran quarterback and Ryan Tannehill who will consistently throw you good footballs and throw you the football. You've got those targets. You've got a head coach that you love. You've got an offensive coordinator that, you know, you've got, uh, a window to potentially win the division. But I think if he's marking something down as why not Tennessee and you're looking for reasons why not Tennessee, it's, well, I can't win a Super Bowl in Tennessee this year. That would be the one thing I write down. I, I guess current situation, maybe money as well, but I think yeah. the Titans would be willing to make money available if they needed it for D-Hop. Feels that way, yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, it feels that way. All right, interesting, right? So we'll see kind of how that plays out. I do want to remind everybody that tomorrow we're going to have a really fun show because all morning long is Trivia Master Sam Phelan at the controls with a Trivia Friday. All trivia the entire show as of right now unless news happens that we're not expecting yet. But Friday morning, that's tomorrow, June 30th at 8 a.m., an entire show of trivia only with Sam being the trivia master 25 questions. You've got you guys aren't the- ready. You, and, and I saw some comments. I'm just going to give it, I'm going to do a little teaser right here. Okay. People said, well, make them from this century and stuff like, like don't, don't, you know, bomb. And I agree with you. I hate 1950s trivia that you're like, Oh, how do you not know that? Like, that's an easy way to stump everybody. That's not fun. I'm trying to trigger some memories that you forgot you had some names that you okay. forgot you heard. So every question is the Tennessee Titans era of Titans football, Tennessee Titans, 1999 to current day. The Titans questions are Tennessee Titans questions, not Houston Oilers, not Tennessee Oilers, Tennessee Titans. So that's a little tease. They're going to be fired. They're going to be hard. I'm coming to, Coming with the challenge. This is going to okay. be tough on you guys. So I'm with you. I like it. You've got right. like 100 players on your team. So I got to yeah. come. What I got to make them some. some yeah, that's right. We get a lot of. Yeah, it's me and Zach with the chat versus Sam. So it's how can Sam stump us? This will be a lot of fun. So we'll do that tomorrow on a Friday. But it is time to wrap this Thursday with the Magic Bucket. Bucket time presented by Wilson County Hyundai. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new car buying process. Go see our friends in Lebanon with Payne Bone and his team in Lebanon up I-40 uh, in 
the home of Colton Dowell right there, Lebanon, Tennessee, or check him out at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Sam, uh, time for the magic bucket. You're in, uh, and Shrike says no good news tomorrow. We'll, we'll definitely probably uh, fly. I have a good news that I'm itching to get off my chest. So we need, yeah, we, we can still do good news because next week is the 4th of July week and, you know, it's going to be a little bit different. So we do have content planned. So don't think we're just going to take the day, the week off, but yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got a lot of, uh, but it'll be a little different week next week. I mean, the 4th of July week coming up is good news in and of itself. Yeah. It's like one of the, it's just one of the best holidays. Everybody's got something fun going on on the 4th. Like, so it's just the best magic bucket time. You or me first, Austin. I think uh, I went first last time. So you first this time. Me first this time. Okay. Hmm. Hopefully it's not something I got to wear tomorrow. I'm trying to be dialed in. Although trivia master, that would be kind of fun. fun. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. For me. No shot. Give a tutorial on how to tie a tie. Literally pulled this last week. All right. That's crazy. It is crazy. And I'm trying to really, I'm like trying to reach to the Dude, bottom. It, that's ever since the magic bucket was created like five years ago. Oddly, you keep pulling the same things. It's just weird. And this one's like, ripped it's not up. what we learned in elementary school with the law of probability. This one's in like three pieces. I can't even read it. Uh, well, you can trash that then. Yeah. I don't... Here we go. I've done this one. The sexy voice into a microphone, which I also pulled two weeks yeah, ago. You can for... just trash that too, because I think we've all done that. All right. Oh. Here we go. Uh, we've done that. I've done that. It's a community question again. Yeah, we need more. Make a fart noise with your mouth. <laughs> I don't think you've done that one. I have not done that one. What is that? Uh, what do you mean? What is that? It's clearly you make a fart noise with your mouth. I mean, that's this a, is so childish. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, you you can around. if you want to if you want to go now you can or you can re get ready for, to pull for me. The, I, I just feel so weird doing it on camera. <laughs> you got to do you got to do it with the thumbs down. That's the best way to do a fart noise with your mouth. All right, we're moving. Uh, strange fart noise from you there. I don't like that one. That one's weird. Oh, you're so embarrassed. Look at you. Funny. I know people that think farts are hilarious. I think they're gross. I, I'm not like. Yeah, farts are always funny. Nah. Grow up. Farts right. are funny. Uh, tell us about a recent dream you had. I think you've done this. I have. Yeah, because I, me and Alan Bell, <laughs> went around downtown Nashville watching sports and bars and betting. That was my dream. I told us about. <laughs> All right. Uh. Bring back a classic, but make it simpler. Host gets to pick the puller's next dinner. Ah, crap. I did your lunch. I haven't done your dinner. No, so. it did. It, it, well, I'm not letting you. Different ones. I'm not letting you pick my dinner. Oh, no. I can dude. eat lunch by myself. But, all right, you can pick, you can pick my lunch if you want. For probably, not yeah. today. Uh, well, it's, it says your next one. Your next one. Uh, today. today, I'm I'm literally. I don't. I, today, I'm just trying to you know piece together food for lunch with some meetings. So, you can I can do. Uh, I can do tomorrow lunch. Tomorrow lunch. I'm just I'm booked for today lunch. All right, well, <laughs> we, let's get some suggestions in the chat. And again, remember I I am vegetarian, so yeah, I cannot I, go. 
it does kill my vibe sometimes when I'm trying to pick right here. I'm like, well, got to account for the vegetarian stuff. It's, if if it's, you it's want to. One options off the table. Hmm. Yeah. But what's my lunch for Friday? Your lunch for Friday. Yeah. <clears throat> um, hmm. Should I give you something good that just comes to the top of my head? I don't care. It's, it's up to you. All right. We'll, we'll go with a little. All right. I need to think of a main course because I have the side. I'm giving you a side. I mean, you um, guys are giving me some really good options. Like, like yeah, th this Thai salad. You guys think you're doing something with Thai salad, protein shake, beans. That's what Austin has for lunch every day. <laughs> like, it's breakfast. You're not, you're not the impossible Whopper I did last time. So, all right, we'll, we'll do this. It's a two-parter. I am going to make you go carb heavy if you if, if we got to avoid the meat. Yeah, so it's all good. you're going to have macaroni and cheese in a bread bowl from Panera. Oh, God. And your side, you can, is salsa. You like salsa. I do. With El Ranchero tortilla chips. You're going to try them tomorrow. Maybe we can switch the main course if you're going to have to go do the tortilla chips because the bread bowl's very out of the way. But I, I, the, no, the, I can order that. The bread bowl's not bad. Now the hard thing is you're asking me to eat a mac and cheese bread bowl it's when, fire. The, high, it's fire. when the, the high tomorrow is literally 109. I did forget to account for that. Well, don't. the real feel sun high tomorrow is 109 and Sam's going to make me eat a mac and cheese bread bowl. Now I can do it. It's going to be okay. Cause I'm going to eat it guys, inside. I got this, but it, the real thing I'm excited for here is the side, because I don't know if you saw this, I got tweeted at yeah. uh, earlier this week by Johnny Lee, our guy, Johnny, who said, Sam, you were not joking. The goat of all tortilla chips. He sent me a photo of his El Ranchero chips and said, tried it for the first time after your recommendation. I'm trying to tell you guys, man. All right. Try, so try El Ranchero. You won't go back. It's it's a game. Does Panera have those? No, but okay. So I gotta get so I gotta go two places to get this lunch. Right. right. That's why that's I was fine. kind that's of fine. thinking about I can make it work. I can make it work. All right. That's fine. All right. Um, I don't right. know why that came to my head, but yeah, it's a very Nick says his eleven year old would love that meal. Yeah, that was oh, a very I mean, in in the when it's you know 30 degrees outside sign me up all day long but uh, god man mac and cheese bread mac bowl. and cheese in a bread bowl love it Do they even sell mac and cheese bread bowl in june yes yeah okay. they sell it come on now oh, right. i might go well, get it today now i'm not because don't it, the high it's a little cooler today the high is only like 96 so you know that's not bad yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that works. I can do that tomorrow for lunch. That's fine. I, I'll, I'll live, but all right, guys, wait, tomorrow again is going to be a really fun show. Um, if you missed it earlier, a couple of times we talked about it. Friday is all about trivia with Sam being the trivia master. So he can stump us. It's me, Zach, and all of you in the chat versus Sam on 25 questions. That is all Friday show long. So that plus good news. We'll see you guys. Then everybody make sure you like the show before you head out of here. Give us that thumbs up. And we greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on a trivia day, Buck Rising Live tonight, A to Z Sports Primetime. And we'll see you guys later on. Appreciate it as always.